Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. We'll be back on March 4th with all new episodes of the Story Pirates podcast. But in the meantime, here is a second episode celebrating our favorite and weirdest stories from the Story Pirates archives. We're calling it Story Pirates Deep Cuts. These stories aren't really greatest hits. They might not even be stories that you've really paid much attention to in the past. But that's what makes them Deep Cuts. Sometimes I love these stories because of the performances or the music, and sometimes I don't even know why I like them. Mostly, I'm just choosing stories that are weird. We always tell kids that when you're writing a story, you have permission to get weird, and the authors of these stories definitely took that permission and ran with it. We'll get into our first deep cut after this quick word for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to Story Pirates Deep Cuts. This first story comes from season three of the Story Pirates podcast. It's called The Monkey and the Ice Skates. I love this story because it's really different than most of the stories that you hear on the Story Pirates podcast. When Story Pirate Megan first read the original story sent in by our kid author, she was inspired to adapt it in a very specific style. You see, a lot of the podcasts that grown-ups listen to are influenced by two very popular shows called This American Life and Serial. And their respective hosts 
Ira Glass and Sarah Koenig. And all of those grown-up podcasts have certain things in common, like music or the way the hosts talk. So Megan thought it would be fun to try to make a story that sounds like that. So when you're listening to The Monkey and the Ice Skates, I want you to try to identify the way this style of storytelling is different from a typical story pirate story. And then maybe you could even write your own story in this style. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Pacifica. I'm nine years old and I live in North Carolina. This is my story, The Monkey and the Ice Skates. From National Pirate Radio, you're listening to This American Pirate, a very serious podcast. And here's your host, Amy Ballantyne. Have you ever tried to combine two of your favorite things into one big thing? I have. There's something about the hopefulness of human nature that can only see two positives becoming an even bigger positive. Sometimes it works. Fluffernutter sandwiches, chia pets, laser tag... Sometimes it doesn't. Pineapple pizza, frisbee golf, laser tag. And then there are combinations that change the world. This story is about one of those combinations. I'm Amy Ballantyne, and today on This American Pirate, we tell the story of Riley, the ice skating monkey. Okay. Uh, are we recording? Uh, yeah. Let's just uh, get some levels. Just talk, please. Sure, sure. Uh, one, two, one, two. Monkey see, monkey do. I Nowadays, everyone knows about Riley, the world's first ice skating monkey. You may remember her impressive showing at the Olympics. All right, Phil, here comes Riley the monkey. It looks like this little monkey is going big. Riley with a triple axel and... Oh, oh, oh she nailed it! Wow. Uh, technically, she can't qualify for a medal. I mean, she's a monkey. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on, wow. Cynthia. She's oh, well. putting skates now on her hands. Yes, she's, she's well, skating, skating upside, upside down. down. Heck, I'll oh. say it, Cynthia. This show is more fun than a, a barrel, barrel of, of monkeys. monkeys. <laughs> we take for granted that you can now go to any local zoo and see monkeys ice skate. But it didn't always used to be like that. Riley started it all. We always knew Riley was destined for something amazing. This is Sherry McCarran, Riley's zookeeper and ice skating coach, addressing the media after Riley's first public skate. And we here at the Cleveland Zoo have been behind her all the way. Recently, I was lucky enough to sit down in a Manhattan studio to catch up with Sherry. Hi, I'm Sherry McCarran of the Cleveland Zoo. I was Riley the Monkey's former skating coach. So, Sherry, you were there from the very beginning? Yeah. Riley wanted to be a famous ice skater, and her friends and family really supported her. You mean the fellow monkeys? Yeah. So, I'm curious. How did a monkey get interested in ice skating? (laughs) That was my fault. I'm a huge skate fan. I'd watch competitions and leave them on in the background when I was working with the monkeys. Well, it caught her eye and she was hooked. Things really took a turn when I gave her an old pair of my skates. You gave a monkey a pair of ice skates? I sure did. Then one night, I caught her sneaking out to the penguin enclosure specifically to ice skate. Wait, what? Oh, before we built Riley her own ice skating rink with frozen trees, she would sneak out to the penguin enclosure to practice on their ice. (laughs) 
She was one cheeky monkey. If you want to see the security footage, we have it on tape over here. That would actually be great. Nasir, could you put that tape into the... It's over at the left side of the room there. All right, and we'll just fast forward through the hours of nothing happening in the penguin enclosure. And we got Riley on the screen. Here, watch this. She's such a natural. Look, all the penguins are coming out to watch her. This is her first time on skates, and she could already do a double axe. Oh, who's that entering the rink? Oh, you know what? We can stop the tape right Sherry, here. Sherry, is that you? Is it? It totally is. We don't need to watch this. In my experience as a reporter, when someone says we don't need to watch this, it usually means we need to watch this. Hey, Riley, what's going on here? Riley, <laughs> Riley, stop. No, that's enough. How many times do I have to tell you skating is my thing, okay? I'm the figure skater around here, not you. You're just a monkey. We watch as the tape plays on. Sherry says she's disappointed in Riley, that she expected more than for Riley to go behind my back and lie to me. Riley looks embarrassed as the penguins watch. Sherry points to the exit of the penguin enclosure, and Riley heads out. Then the lights snap off. Sherry, I thought you said you supported Riley and her skating from the very beginning? How does it feel to watch yourself in that video after all these years? I know, I know. I'm so embarrassed. I never got the chance to apologize. And I'll never know if Riley really understood how sorry I was for not supporting her at the very beginning. Never? No. I was stubborn. And then before I knew it, her astonishing career flew by. Olympics, traveling shows, Good Morning America holiday spectaculars. Then all of a sudden, she retired. Moved to Phoenix to a monkey retirement community. Sherry, I have an idea. What's that old saying? We may be done with the past, but the past isn't done with us. A few days later, my producer Nasir and I traveled to Phoenix, and we brought a retirement gift for Riley. Uh, hi. Welcome to Banana Leaves, Phoenix's only monkey retirement community. Hi, we're here to see Riley. We should be on the list. We're with This American Pirate. The podcast? Yeah. Oh, I love that show. So, so you must be Amy and you're Nasir? Yeah. yeah. You look nothing like I thought you would. A big fan. Go on through. Hmm. Does that happen a lot? Yeah. All the time. How are you feeling, Sherry? <laughs> I don't think I've ever been this nervous in my life. Here we are. Amy, Nasir, welcome. I'm Harold, Riley's retirement zookeeper. Security, let me know you are on your way. And, oh, hello, who are you? I'm Sherry, Riley's zookeeper from Cleveland. Wow, Riley's really going to be surprised to see you guys. Well, the rink's right over here. Oh, wow. This is the... As we walk toward the rink, I think about combinations again. What we're about to witness here with Riley and Sherry is one of the more bittersweet pairings when the past meets the present. We see Riley as we approach the ice. She's hard to miss. A monkey on skates. Wow, she sure gets air at her age. She really stuck the landing. Hey, Riley, you got some visitors. Here, she really likes this granola. Why don't you offer her some? Oh, I'm not sure I can do this. What What, what if she doesn't remember me? What if, what if... <laughs> Riley, good to see you. You look really happy. <laughs> They told me you like this granola. I, I just hope it's not too much sugar, you know? You had all those cavities in it. 
Harold, what are they saying? You form a special bond with your monkey. Really, only they know what they're saying. Harold, is there any more of that granola? Nasir. Riley, you changed the world. And, and along the way, you made the Cleveland Zoo and me look incredible. But people don't know the full story. I'm sorry I didn't encourage you from the start. I, I, I apologize for my support coming after you proved you could skate and not before. <laughs> well, it's it's been good to see you, Riley. And I, I guess I'll give this handful of granola back to Harold, even though some pieces of it are stuck to my hand. <laughs> You, you're the best. <laughs> wow, so they made up. Well, they're hugging, so either they understood each other and made up, or Riley just really wants that granola. It is pretty tasty. You want a banana to go with that? Oh, yeah. Amy, can I? Um, no, you're being entirely unprofessional, and we've talked about eating while you're on the microphone. Granola and bananas. Maybe easier to swallow than monkeys on ice skates, but I'm glad we live in a world where all these combinations are possible. Whenever I watch videos of Riley skating, I take for granted how incredible what I'm seeing is. Not only that monkeys can skate and skate well, but that there's an entire team of people who you don't see that help to get Riley there. I guess Riley said it best at her acceptance speech at the 2010 ESPY Awards. And the award for Outstanding Athlete of the Year goes to... <laughs> Riley, the ice skating monkey! I'm supposed to stay calm, cool, and collected, but that speech really got to me. This is Amy with This American Pirate saying, The End! Wow, what a deep cut. How about we go even deeper? Okay, so you know how sometimes when you hear a story on the podcast, you can really see what's happening in your mind's eye? Sometimes that's because of what's called sound design. Like in this next story, Tape Ball Purse, there's a moment in the second half of the story when all of the characters are at the mall and the Tape Ball Purse is just rolling through, smashing through walls, picking up anything and everything in its path. When I listen to this story, I can really see that huge tape ball purse rolling through. And that's because of the work of our sound designer, Sam. So when you're listening to this story, see if you can see in your mind's eye what's happening. Here's the author to introduce it. My name is Emily. I'm nine years old. I live in Washington, and this is my story. Tape ball I'm home. Hey, hon. Well, it happened again. I lost my phone, wallet, and keys and had to walk all the way home from work. Oh, that's too bad. Why don't you come sit down and relax? Dinner's almost ready. I'm making empanadas. You know, there's one thing that always makes me feel better. Watching commercials. 
Are you tired of losing your phone, wallet, and keys? Uh, yes. Well, then you need Tape Ball Purse. Tape Ball Purse. Tape Ball what? That's right. It's Tape Ball Purse. Tape Ball Purse. What is Tape Ball Purse? What is Tape Ball Purse, you ask? I do ask. Tape Ball Purse is a big wadded up ball of very sticky tape. Just throw the strap over your shoulder and stick your stuff to the outside of the purse. You'll never lose anything ever again. That's perfect. It's Tape Ball Purse. Many phone damages have happened with Tape Ball Purse, and if you drop it, it sticks to everything. It sticks so strong that it can move the earth. Did you hear that? That commercial just gave me the solution to all my problems. What was that ominous warning at the end? All I know is that I gotta get me one of those Tape Ball Purses. Give me your phone. Okay, what for? I need to order one now. <laughs> okay, it's, so dinner's ready if you wanna... It's here! That was fast. Tape Ball Purse delivery. Yes! What do I owe you? Oh, there's no charge. I'm just glad to be rid of it. <laughs> Where did you order this? Jake, from? look! Tape Ball Purse! It's beautiful! What's that big red disclaimer on the side of Time the- Time to test it out. Jake, give me your keys and wallet. Okay, but I, I don't I'll really- start by sticking these keys to the side. Wow, they really just stick right on there. Now I'll just add your wallet. Ha-ha! It works! What else? Your phone! My lip balm! Uh, my planner! My wedding ring! Ha-ha! Everything sticks to this tape ball purse! Jake, I'm going out! Wait! Where are you going? I don't know, Jake! I don't know! But I do know that I want to stick more things to this purse! I'll never lose anything again! Ha-ha-ha-ha! <laughs> but I made empanadas! Okay. What else can I stick to this purse? Ooh, look, the mail! On to the purse! Now to, uh, oops, uh, looks like I accidentally got the purse stuck to the mailbox itself. Uh, no problem, I'll just pull it right off and, ah! wow, it's really stuck on there. Let me just, ah! 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 oh no, the tape ball purse just ripped the mailbox off the wall and, is stuck to the purse. Help! Somebody help! Hey you! Woman walking those six excitable golden retrievers! Are those bushes talking to me? I'm not a bush, I'm a purse! I, I mean I'm a person! Ah! Ah, my dogs! They're getting off leash! No, dogs, don't run into those talking bushes! Ah, the dogs are sticking to the purse! And pulling me away! Well, family, is everyone having a fun time here at the mall? Yeah! What's been the best part so far? Well, I like this food court. I like the sales. I like that monster. Monster? monster? Yeah, that monster out the window that's barreling towards us. It sort of looks like a pack of dogs dragging a garden and a mailbox and a bunch of paper and a street sign, some garbage can, a dirt bike, a deflated bouncy castle, a lawnmower, a... Ah! <laughs> it just crashed through the wall! And now the whole wall is stuck to it! It's the purse! Mommy, it's coming straight towards our table! Everyone, jump out of the way! Ah! Dad, now all the tables and chairs in the food court are caught in the monster! Shouldn't we do something? If only we could, son! If only we could! We'll take it from here! 
Oh, thank goodness. It's mall security. I'm not mall security, ma'am. I'm with the SPU. SPU? Sticky purse unit. Ooh. Who's ever's in there? Listen up. It's very important that you don't let that purse touch the ground. If you do, you'll be putting the whole planet at risk. What? Didn't you read the disclaimer? No one reads disclaimers. Oh, how dare you? I read them every last word. Okay, well, what do I do? How do I get out of here? We're trying to figure that out. In the meantime, just don't let that purse touch the ground. What? Touch the ground? Okay. No! Welcome back to the news. I'm Maxine Wintermoth. Well, it's been 47 days since the incident that caused the Earth's rotation to get all fast and weird. Of course, according to our watches, it's only been about 20 minutes. But with all the sunsets and sunrises, the concept of time is feeling pretty arbitrary. Anyway, turns out it's a tape ball purse. Now I'm here with Officer Clifton from the SPU. Officer, what can you tell us about tape ball purse? Well, at this point, the TBP continues to accumulate matter of all kinds and is now roughly the size of Cincinnati. Officer, is there anything we can do to stop it from consuming everything on Earth? Frankly, Maxine, no. Well, you heard it here first. Tape ball purse is an unstoppable force that will soon consume us all. What a terrifying and hopeless ending to this story. And now, over to Trip with sports. Well, I guess that's that. Emily always did say she wanted to change the world, and all I ever wanted was to enjoy these empanadas. <laughs> I guess we both got what we wanted. <laughs> oh, these empanadas are awful! I've made a terrible mistake! Curse you, tapeballers! By yours today! The end! You know, that makes me want a tape ball purse myself. I'm gonna go make one while we take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. <sighs> wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If... 
Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, IF's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. IF is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing IF because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Okay, so let's get to our final deep cut. This is another story that goes way back to the early years. And I like this story because in it, Megan plays the main character, Laura, and to play the character, she does this cool accent. It's called a mid-Atlantic accent. And it's also kind of an impression of the great actor, Judy Garland. Have you ever seen The Wizard of Oz? Well, Judy Garland plays the main character, Dorothy. So when you listen to this story, see if you can hear Dorothy in Megan's voice. Here it is from a kid in New Jersey named Michaela. It's Kids Riding Ponies. Laura, are you in there? Laura, Laura. Oh, uh, sorry, Mother. I couldn't hear you over the homework I was doing. Oh, I've heard that one before, Laura. Let me see this alleged homework. All right, well, here you go. Hmm, well, this is all done, and all the answers are correct, and you even did the little extra credit bonus questions. Oh, what did you want, Mother? Did you take out the trash? Oh, I took all the trashes out, just to be sure. Is your room clean? And take a look yourself. It is clean. A little too clean, if you ask. Wait, what's this? Hiding under your bed. Oh, nothing. It doesn't look like nothing. It looks like a toy pony. Uh, no, it isn't a toy pony. It's a... It's a butterfly? Oh, Laura, stop lying. It doesn't become you. Now I've told you, you can't play with ponies. But, oh, Mother, why not? Because that's the rule. I don't make all the rules. I just know you have to follow them. But, Mother, you did make that rule, and I don't understand why. I'm just a little girl, Mother. Now, Laura, calm down. I will not calm down. I'm just a kid, Mother. And when kids are done with their homework and chores, all kids want to do is to be free to ride ponies. But, Laura, you can't. That's not the way the world works. We'll see about that, Mother. We'll just see about that. Where are you going, Laura? I'm going to ride ponies, Mother. I'm going to find a bunch of kids riding ponies, and we're going to ride them all the way to the land of make-believe. But, Laura, we're having tacos. 
Rose, your favourite tonight. Don't try to stop me, Mother. I'm already gone. Laura? Laura, no! Darn you kids! Darn you kids riding ponies! Oh, I've been walking for hours. Why did I run out like that? And what exactly am I running towards? Towards kids riding ponies? I wouldn't even know where to find that. What was that? Oh, I heard it again. It seemed like it was coming from over there. It sounded like... Oh, but it couldn't be. But I'm almost positive it sounded like... A pony! <laughs> Why, look at this clearing in the woods! There are ponies everywhere! Oh, if only I had some friends I could ride them with. And we could ride them all the way to the land of make-believe! <gasps> Kids, who are you? Call me Jillian. Sarah. Scotty. How did you get here? Well, I just left my house. I'm not allowed to play with the toy ponies, you see. Me neither. Nor I. But you know somewhere out there you had to find other kids and ride ponies to the land of make-believe? Why, yes, that's it exactly. I just kept walking. I don't know where I was going to land. Me too. But here are all these ponies. Perhaps we could ride them. But how could we get them to stop? Wouldn't it be, be funny if they all just stopped when I yelled, Stop, ponies. Mm -hmm. Well, that worked. Well, let's get on those steps and climb up on the ponies and then ride them. Onward, kids! Riding! Oh, this is wonderful! Riding and riding! I can't believe I'm here! Riding and riding! I'm Scotty. We're kids riding ponies! <laughs> oh, hey! What gives? My pony made me fall off, and I got hurt. Scotty, here, I'll help you. Oh, now my pony made me fall off, and I got hurt. You guys are obviously amateurs. Ah, yikes, my pony made me fall off, and I got hurt. Well, looks like I'm the only one who didn't get hurt because the pony didn't make them fall off. And there I go. Look, they're all giving us band-aids? Well, let's get back on our ponies and keep riding to the land of make-believe. Riding. Here we come! Riding and riding! Still here! Riding and riding! I'm Scotty. We're kids riding ponies! We're here in the land of make-believe. Make-believe? Are you sure this is it? Are you sure it isn't? It's all just make-believe. Quiet, you. Well, I for one am going to jump right into that pool. Oh, yeah. me too, Cannonball. I'm Scotty. Scotty? Oh, Scotty. Scotty, don't forget your sunscreen. Mom? That's right, darling. I'm here, along with everyone else's mommy. Mommy! My mommy! Oh, I don't see my mother. I guess she was really angry at me. I guess she was. Mommy! You're here! But I couldn't stay mad at you for too long, sweetheart. Because you were right, and I was wrong. About kids. Kids riding ponies. Kids need to ride ponies all the way to the land of make-believe, and mommies need to let them. I'm sorry, Laura, and I won't ever stand in the way of your dreams again. Oh, Mommy. And as long as you continue to do your homework and chores. <gasps> Deal. Now let's pick the best house in the land of make-believe. We're going to live here forever. We're kids riding ponies. <laughs> the end. And now you know one of my favorite Story Pirates catchphrases. I'm Scotty. We love you, Scotty! 
Thanks for joining us today. We'll be back next week with another bonus episode of Story Pirates Deep Cuts. And then on March 4th, we'll be back with brand new episodes. And while you're waiting for that, why not write us a story and have your grown-ups send it in? We really, truly read every story we get because they always give us new things to think about, they make us laugh, and they allow us to get to know you better. And if you've written a story but you're not sure it's perfect, that's totally okay. We really just want to read about your ideas and meet the characters from your imagination. And even though it sometimes takes a little while for us to do it, we write back to every single story we get to tell you just how much we loved it. So get writing, and we'll see you soon. Bye! Bye.